You're listening to The Pipeline Show with Gee Flaming. Hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. We are back on The Pipeline Show. We're going to keep the 2020 draft spotlight on. We go from a conversation with Dylan Holloway in Wisconsin to my next guest who's playing uh, high school hockey in his hometown of uh, Hermantown uh, in Minnesota. And uh, his name is Blake Biondi. Uh, Blake, welcome to The Pipeline Show. How are you today? Thank you very much, and I'm doing well. Well, I appreciate you making the time. Um, tell me about this season so far for you and uh, for your club in Hermantown. And uh, just going by the stats numbers, I think you're having a pretty good season. 46 points in 15 games so far. At least that's the most up-to-date numbers I have. Yeah, that's uh, that's correct. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we're uh, we're playing well right now. We're playing really good hockey, I think. Um, we've got a, a really tough schedule this year, like, once again, and... Um, so far, I mean, we're kind of getting into the grind right now and the tougher games in our schedule, and we've done a pretty good job. I mean, we had a little stretch here with three ties in a row and against three really good hockey teams. But, um, yeah, we got a big win last night against uh, Greenway, our, our section rival, and they beat us last year to go to state. So playing really, really, really well right now. And as a team, yeah, like we're just, we're just feeling good and, and just moving forward right now. So. And what about for you on an individual basis? I mean, you had 55 points in 25 games last year. You're, you have, you're three points per game pace right now this season. You're wearing the C. I, I can't imagine you could have uh, picked up a, you know, scripted a better season for you, uh, at least so far. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I, I'm feeling really, really good right now. I think I have, uh, two really great line mates to play with right now. I think that's really helping. And, and, uh, my with one of our, one of the best D men in the state and Joy Pierce. So, I mean, um, it, it's yeah. The, so far, individually, I've I felt great and putting up good numbers. I think I'm I'm playing well every game, so that's just really important for me. Now, there's junior hockey across. Well, I'm in Canada, so there's junior hockey across Canada. There's junior hockey in the states, but high school hockey in Minnesota is such a different beast compared to everything else in either of our countries. For somebody who is not familiar with it, that might be hearing this interview. Talk about high school hockey in Minnesota and just how different and how unique and special it is. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously, uh, it's extremely unique. And like you said, it's so special for me. And, and uh, a lot of the guys that chose to come back and play high school again for, you know, their junior or senior year. And so, I mean, I think it's just for me growing up, like with my best friends playing, playing hockey with them all the way up and, and I mean, good hockey too at a, at a high level. And, for me, it's just that's so special, and and playing for your community and your school, and trying to get to the state tournament every year, it's it's, it's second to none. No, yeah, I think it's just it's just second to none. I love our development, and and our youth is great, and just growing up playing against uh, the same kids and 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 playing with the same kids. I mean, it's it's awesome. So it is very unique, and you know, and I mentioned the numbers when you have forty six points in fifteen games. I think a lot of people would look at that and say. Well, that it's got to be too easy for him. Why is he there? How is he not going to a, a higher level? And and would it be better for his development playing at a higher level? I'm sure those are conversations that you have, you know, with your parents and with your uh, your representatives. Why was coming back again this year the right the right thing for you to do? Yeah, I mean, I think when people say it's uh it's it'd be too easy, and it's really not. Honestly, when you look at it, I mean, it's definitely um. It's a, like I think it's just a different level of hockey. I mean, it's not that it's too easy. It's not at all. I mean, it's tough because I think for me, it's it's actually it's almost not harder, but it is hard. It's extremely hard at the same time because sometimes you're going to have two, three guys draped on you all night, and and there's not a lot of space out there for you because you're getting double teamed or on the power play. They're just 
just they're, they're having one guy cover you the whole time, so you're not open a lot. So I'm learning about a lot of different things and uh, fighting mentally through just frustrating frustrating things and, and I guess just, yeah, I mean, doing my thing and, and uh, not focusing on the noise or where I should be or where I could be at a higher level. I think if I go out and play my best and then practice every day, really hard and, and push myself and then I'm going to be getting better no matter what so now you did play a couple of well seven games last year with Sioux City and, and 10 already this season do you go back and yep. to the USHL at the end of the season at the end of the uh, the high school season as well yeah I think uh that's that's the plan right now to go back after uh hopefully yeah like March March 8th or something like that after the state tournament's done so yeah that'd be the plan as, as of now Blake Biondi, my guest, he's uh, playing high school hockey in uh, in Hermantown, uh, Minnesota, and uh, you're one of the players that I like to get in this t- this part of the show is our 2020 draft spotlight. I always like to get guys who are eligible and kind of uh, let my audience get to know players that are in your situation. And uh, casual fans might they might not be watching a lot of high school hockey and might not know who Blake Biondi is. So let's get a bit of background uh, on you, Blake. Uh, I mentioned you're from Hermantown. Uh, just how special is it to get to get to play? that close to home in front of friends and family. Yeah, I mean it's extremely special. It's just the reason I came back to come to come play high or to play hockey here and and uh yeah, I mean it, it's it's just you you can't have you can't have these years back and I think that's just extremely important and I think I can play there's just a lot of uh a lot of fire from last year and a lot of things uh things to prove I think. So that was um something that I obviously took pride in and came back and I think it's awesome playing in front of my friends and in school. How uh, how early in your life did you start playing? Uh, I know Minnesotans, a lot like Canadians. I imagine uh, you're almost born with skates on. Yeah, probably uh, two or three. So I mean, really, really young. Uh, and have you always been a forward, Blake? Yes, always been a forward growing up. Um, yeah, never really, never really played defense. Always just like scoring. Uh, I know uh, a lot of kids, especially when you're you know six or seven or something, you got to take your turn and put the pads on and play in net. Did you uh, have an experience yeah. like that too? Yeah, I did. I think in uh, that was in might might one and might two. That's when we ended up having yeah, like I think it was everyone had to put a, on a on the pads for like one or two games in the year. So that's when that's when I was probably like seven or eight or six or seven. So how'd that go for you? You know, I thought I thought it wasn't too bad, but I mean, I just don't like getting puck shot at me. I like the one I like shooting at the goalie. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot more fun uh, scoring the goals and uh, then getting hit. With oh the, yeah, with the frozen rubber. Yeah. That's for sure. Uh, Blake Biondi. Yeah. Blake Biondi is my guest here on the pipeline, showing the 2020 draft spotlight. Um, is the draft something that's on your mind much? Yeah, I mean it's obviously there, and and you can't ignore it. But I think just um, I've always been good at just ignoring the noise and and focusing on myself and how how my team's playing. So it's there, but I try not to think about it too much. Do your uh, your teammates, uh, you know, when Central Scouting's list comes out, do, do they send you notes? Hey, you're 91. Yeah, I think some of the guys did, and. I mean, it was both mixed responses, but yeah, they were all they were all happy for me. So teammates can be funny like that. They'll they'll give you the gears about it and call you a show guy or something like that. But it's all in fun, right? Yeah, yeah, it's all fun. I mean, those are my best friends, and and yeah, some of the guys were, were giving me crap, but it, yeah, it was it's cool. They're they're happy for me and excited. So I'm I'm really happy. They, they support me great. Now I know uh, Duluth is your uh, college destination of choice, and get to play yeah. for uh, Scott Sandlin, and uh, you know I think Dylan Sandberg is a Hermantown guy who's who's there right now. So uh, certainly uh, following in the footsteps of some good players, one of which is also your dad. Your your father played uh, for the yep. Duluth Bulldogs once upon a time. So was that part of the attraction of of uh, committing to Duluth? Yeah, I mean uh, 
when I was, I was young, I was 15. And I, I think, um, obviously you take a lot of things into account and, and, you know, you're going to be leaving home if you go somewhere else or, or, I mean, obviously it's college, but I think just growing up, I, I've always wanted to be a bulldog and I've, I have seated tickets there since I've been five. So, I mean, I've, I've, I've always, I've always wanted to kind of be a bulldog. And obviously there's a lot of Hermantown guys. They've always got a Hermantown guy on the team. And right now I think there's two or three and, and um, yeah, I just I've always I've always wanted to be a bulldog, and I def- definitely looked at other at other options and other colleges. But when it came down to it, it was always my gut that I uh, I was going to be a bulldog, and definitely uh, not looking back on that. So. And what's that? About ten minutes away from home? Yeah, I think Amsterdam was about a ten minute drive from my house. So. Uh, all right. Well, I have to ask you because uh, I told you before we started that uh, I'm up in Edmonton. The Edmonton Oil Kings of the Western Hockey League happen to hold your rights and. I just have to ask uh, if the the Western Hockey League is a consideration <laughs> for you. This is a team that you know is vying for a, a top spot. Well, they are in first place in the Western Hockey League right now, and next year they're supposed to be even better. And uh, with players like Jake Neighbors and Dylan Gunther, guys who are you know first round eligible players, and next year Gunther could be a top ten player. Getting the, the, having the opportunity to play with players like that is that of interest to you? Do you at least consider it? Yes, yeah, so it's obviously there. I mean. Um, like I, it's interesting because because there's so many different options in hockey. But um, as of now, yeah, just just looking to be a bulldog so far. So you can attend uh, WHL camps without it affecting your NCAA eligibility. Is that something that you would consider? Yeah, I mean, I'd probably consider if I was reached out and and uh, people talk to me and and I think I, I obviously discuss it with my parents and my agent, but uh, I don't think I'd I have to do that right now. So. All right, fair enough. Uh, Blake Biondi is my guest, uh, standout forward uh, right now with his hometown team in Hermantown, uh, Minnesota. When you're looking at the draft and you got the NHL Combine and things like that coming up, what are some of the, you know, between now and then before it, the draft gets a lot closer, some of the things you're trying to adjust in your game, uh, things, areas that you need to improve on you think the most? Yeah, I think uh, playing in high school, um, there's some things I can kind of get away with, like little details in the game and Definitely try and focus on that every night and, and being good in my own zone and and uh, just being hard in pucks and, and reloading on the forecheck and just stuff like that. I think I've um, maybe not struggled with, but I think playing at this level right now, it's uh, sometimes I get away with it. So definitely try and focus on things like that. Central Scouting's got you listed at six foot 191 pounds. Are those numbers uh, still up to date? Yes, that's, uh, that's up to date, yep. For those of us who have not had a chance to watch you play at all and uh, only see the, the stat line, how would you describe yourself as a player? Can you give us a, a bit of a self-scouting report? Yeah, I think I'm, uh, I'm a bigger guy that, that can be uh, really effective every shift and make an impact uh, every game with or without the puck. And I think I have uh, good offensive instincts and I, I can score in around the net and I can be a goal scorer and make quick plays off the back wall. And, and I guess I think my game can be in around the net and, and putting up numbers there and, and uh, just being a big guy that can play play big and um, make an impact. Like I said, uh, no matter what, if I have the puck or don't have the puck or putting up numbers, I can always make an impact. So Now your season started pretty early this year. Back in August, you got to play for the U.S. at the Holinka Gretzky Cup, uh, and this year it was back overseas. Uh, what was that experience like for you? I mean, it's always always a great experience to represent your country, and uh, obviously we didn't do very well. and, and Ended up taking six, and it wasn't uh, anything. We were shot away from getting into the into the semis, so we're in a shootout with Sweden, and we end up not being able to get in. So it's really frustrating, and 
it sucks, but um, it was obviously a great experience and um, definitely memories we'll never forget and a lot of a lot of great friendships. It's a big showcase event, though. Lots of scouts there. Were you conscious yeah. of that? I mean, you tried not to think about it, but again, like the draft itself, pretty hard not to think about it when you see all the black, uh, all the guys dressed in the black coats and they got the clipboards out. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously something like it, it, there's so many people there and so many, I mean, NHL scouts, and then it's obviously probably the biggest stage um, for the draft, and so it, it was. It's hard, but at the same time, you're, you're trying to you know compete for your country and. And just try and be in the present, and, and I think um, I did a pretty good job of that. Now, there's a, another showcase event, except you won't get to play in it this year. The All American game used to be at the start of or at the end of September. Uh, now it's uh, moved to to January, and it's in the USHL, but it's just the U.S. development team against 20 USHL players. So you don't you don't have that opportunity this year. Is that a bit yeah. frustrating for you? I mean. In years past, it would have been high school guys included in that, North American Hockey League guys, and some CHL guys as well. Um, so you don't get that chance this year. Is that a bit frustrating? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously frustrating, but uh, it's obviously nothing I can control either. And totally, uh, I mean, yeah, it is frustrating just because, um, yeah, I didn't play in the USHL, but I, 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 this is my decision to come back to high school. And like I said, I can't control it. So, um I guess uh, it's just one game when you look at it, and I think I'll be okay. Now, if you decide to uh, continue on to Division One and, and play for Duluth and somehow pass on the Edmonton Oil Kings opportunity, uh, <laughs> when, when would you be going? Are you able to go next year, or is it the year after? Um, it, it depends. I think right now, just uh, they have some extra forwards, and, and it depends on if uh, a few of the a few of the guys sign NHL contracts. So um, they only have one senior forward right now, so it kind of just depends, but. Um, we're, we're still talking about it, and they're they're really, I guess, active right now and, and looking at me and, and what's going to happen, but nothing for sure. When it comes to the NHL, uh, are you a Minnesota Wild guy or? I actually cheer. No, I'm mean, I'm a Minnesota Wild guy, but I'm I'm more I, I cheer for the Chicago Blackhawks. I like they're my favorite team. So interesting. Anybody on the on the Blackhawks in particular that you're a fan of? Yeah, I've always been a fan of a fan of Kane, and don't play like him at all, but just just the way he <laughs> plays and carries himself is it's crazy. So I just love watching him. Is there a player that you think you do kind of have similar traits to, or at least you think maybe once you get to that level, you could be similar to? Yeah, I think uh, in a way, maybe Mark Scheifele, just, you know, a bigger guy that can that can skate well and, and score goals, and maybe someone like uh, Kyle, Kyle Palmieri, just kind of a shooter, and like I said, big guy, but good around the net and, and can score, so. All right, well, let's wrap it up. Blake, I really appreciate your time today. Uh, that was terrific. You enjoyed the conversation a lot. Certainly wish you the best of luck. Uh, down the road and hope we get a chance to chat again. Yes, I appreciate the opportunity and uh, thanks for uh, calling. Here's Blake Biondi of uh, Hermantown. Uh, I believe they are the Hawks in uh, Hermantown with the high school program there and uh, also property of the uh, Sioux City Musketeers. Played a little bit with them this year and last year in the USHL. The Edmonton Oil Kings own his uh, WHL rights, uh, but it looks very much so like he is uh, headed to the University of Minnesota Duluth, uh, just 10 minutes from his house. And growing up a Bulldogs fan and second generation a Bulldog, if he continues going the college path, uh, is pretty much what everybody expects. Uh, intriguing player, though, just over six feet, already, uh, you know, over 200 pounds and putting up huge numbers, although it is high school. And that's that's the delicate balance. How do you compare uh, high school hockey with junior? And uh, and most people would argue that uh, you got to take those numbers with a bit of a grain of salt, but intriguing player nonetheless. 
Uh, up next, the uh, final segment for this week's episode, Keanu Yamamoto, uh, the former Spokane chief, Spokane native, who is uh, now making use of his WHL scholarship and playing at McGill University out in Montreal. And one of the top scorers there, now in year three with McGill. You can hear from him next here on the Pipeline Show. Comes back out to Yamamoto at the point. Goes over to Ellenick right circle. Now Smith at the point. Yamamoto left side shoots and scores! Tyler Yamamoto tees it up and scores! And the Chiefs win it here in overtime! Hi, this is Kyler Yamamoto for the Spokane Chiefs, and you are listening to the Pipeline Show. There's a lot of people with disabilities that can't just go out and find a job. So we set out to create a business to fill those needs, one stick at a time. The Store Next Door gift shop is a Yarmouth-based manufacturer and retail outlet store. So we make great ideas that any of our employees come up with, and we reuse and recycle as much as possible. Our most popular item is probably our hockey furniture. We take broken hockey sticks and turn them into different products. We go through a lot of hockey sticks, a lot. A whole lot. Considering that it's only been a year and we're shipping internationally, I think that that's been a huge success. Most people's reactions are, wow, you do this here. We don't accept can't here. Everyone here learns in different ways, but we want to give everybody every opportunity to find exactly what works for them. There's nothing better than when a customer buys something and then one of our employees say, I made that. They have meaningful lives and build things they can be proud of and get a paycheck for it. I'm Amy Acker and we change lives one job at a time. 